we're grieving here of the Gambling for Shoes podcast. Even though it wasn't it wasn't a disaster of a uh, NFL divisional round weekend, we we won and we lost, but we mostly lost. I think you know all, all in all, I probably lost. I don't know. $30, $40. So te- technically it is a week in the red. But I really lost because I bet against the Bengals. I feel like uh, I was definitely probably the saddest person in the city the next day after the Bengals beat the Titans. You know, not not that I was sad. It was just compared to because everyone else was just elated. Thoroughly, and I, I was very happy. Okay, I, I, I watched the field goal go in and I was like, this is awesome. I'm new to Cincinnati, but I do really like this team, and I am a believer. I just can't believe that they that they're winning this much right now. I thought that they were like a year or two away, and that was part of the reason why I bet on them last week. Bet against them last week, dude. In the biggest game in the history of the franchise. I bet against them, and you know what? I was right. I was right, even though now you could say, "Oh, you're just a psycho who's mad that he lost," but no, no. I knew that the Bengals were not going to be able to move the ball on the Titans, that Joe Burrow was going to get sacked all game long, and the Titans were going to have multiple opportunities uh, to win the game. You know, Because the Bengals only scored 19 points. If you told me the Bengals scored 19, I said you know they would, they would lose in a, in a close game, but they were going to lose, and they probably should have lost a close game. But man, Ryan Tannehill really blew it out of his ass. My God! I mean, three interceptions. One of which was on the on the Bengals' like six yard line, and that really that really kind of cinched it. But you know, the Bengals are not flawless, but they're playing like kind of like mistakeless football. They they're not really penalized. Joe Burrow hasn't thrown an interception in months. He well, he threw <laughs> he threw one he threw one against the Titans in the playoff game three days ago. But it was a ball. It the ball touched the ground. It was not a real interception. Okay, so yes, I, I felt I felt like the biggest prick in the city because everyone else was so happy, and I was happy. But I'm competitive, man. I lost the bet. I mean, hmm, whatever. I guess I guess it's good that this this podcast isn't called "I'm Good at Gambling." Instead, it's just. Gambling for shoes. Because that's what we're doing here. And I, you know what? I want to win some shoes. I got another. I have three total. I want four. So, you know, I, it's not cool to have a podcast that doesn't win. Even though it, it maybe is funnier. And I did feel like a true dirtbag. You know, betting. It felt like, uh, I don't know. A, a true betrayal of the city. So I I, I apologize to Joe Burrow and everybody else for shorting the best story of the playoffs. But uh, anyway, here we are, Gambling for Shoes. This is episode number nine, and we are marching into the AFC and NFC uh, Conference Championship rounds, and I can't believe the fucking Bengals are in it. Holy shit, and you know what? Guess who's not betting against the Bengals this week? Uh, This guy. I don't know how I'm betting on them, but fuck the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I want to be objective. And I want to be a betting scientist. But fuck the Chiefs. You know, they've, they've already they've already been in a couple Super Bowls. Uh, you know, they're not that good this year. Now, there's, there, look, there's a chance the Chiefs 
beat the Bengals 60-30. to Okay, there is that chance, but I don't know. We're going to break it down. We will break that down. But all, on, the, on the whole, on somebody's whole, that was an awesome weekend of professional football. Like, in last week's episode, I shat upon Yellowstone. That show that everyone loves because it was just, it's boring. <laughs> or, you know, like, real sports is so much better than whatever the fuck is on Netflix. You know, th- this shit is live. You know, and good God, it was, it was drama. Every game was insane. And it was, it was truly enjoyable to watch. Like, even people who were, who aren't into sports would have gotten drawn into those games just because you're watching, you know, 75,000 people lose their minds. The the level of football that's been played is insane. You know, in terms, especially that Chiefs-Bills game, which we all knew that was going to happen, but way better than an episode of Yellowstone. Or as as I like to call that show, Who Has Cancer This Week? (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. The Bills are out. The Bucks are out. It was sad to watch Tom Brady go. The Titans are out. Who, God, dude, I bet on the Titans to win the Super Bowl. Am I a fucking idiot? What the hell, dude? The, the, the Titans to win the Super Bowl, the worst quarterback in all of the playoffs. And I was like, sure. Sure. It was actually, my dad, he wanted to do it too. He lit, He's like a glorified Nashville citizen. So, I blame him. <laughs> it's not my idea, but I, I went with it and I placed the bet and, uh, God, that was stupid. Titans, you got a quarterback problem. Uh, there's no way. There is no way you guys are ever going to a Super Bowl uh, with that guy playing quarterback. It is literally not going to happen. I know this because I've never played football before. <laughs> I have absolutely no... I played Madden. Never even played flag football. My dad would let me play. My dad's a doctor and he was like, Hey, your brain's going to get turned to applesauce. Uh... You can't play. So I played baseball instead. But man, I, w- man, I wish I could have been a quarterback, man. You know, leading my team down the field of victory. Hanging out with the cheerleaders after the game, man. Hell, drinking a couple cold beers, celebrating, kissing our rings. It would have been cool. Again, I hope this is someone listening. There's someone out there listening to this podcast for the first time who thought that there was going to be like production value and intro songs oh speaking of oh this is a real podcast i am so excited to announce that i have officially sold out you guys um this podcast actually has ad reads i'm about to do one the first ad read i'm not look i'm not gonna chop it up i'm gonna read this live okay and if i fuck it up then it is that that's what it is but uh this is a real ass podcast so anyone who's like man this ain't a podcast he doesn't even have commercials well Suck on this, okay? Today's episode of Gambling for Shoes uh, is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. That's literally what it reads. Not social media, just on social. So go to sportsdrink.org, open Instagram, and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drink without the vowels. 
All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. I'm going to do that one right. We're trying to not let the funk out. Okay, wow, ad read done. This is a real goddamn podcast. That was pretty good. Um, That just made me $15 million. <laughs> now, shout out to Sports Drink for real. That is the, the, the podcast network that this episode is on. They've been super cool to me. Uh, I, I pretty much get to come on here and do whatever the fuck I want, if that was not clear. Uh, which is either a sign that they are they give a lot of liberty to their artist or that they are not listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I don't know how they feel about it. I know how I feel about it. Good. We've got thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners. We've won three pairs of shoes and we're winning some we are going to win this week. <laughs> and just say it. I'll just, you know, I'll speak it into existence. But no, I mean, look, last week I, I lost I lost that Titans bet by half a point. The fucking Titans didn't go for two when it was 6-6. Six to six. You know, I win that bet. If Ryan Tannehill doesn't throw a ridiculous interception on, a, on the Bengals 6, if they kick a field, like, it just, the Titans fucked that up, okay? Now, that that's, that's the, the, the maddening part about gambling, is that you can be so right. And you can still lose, okay? And that happens in football. The game plan can be right. Like that's what happened to the Bills this week. They had a, they had everything right, okay? They won that game in the last second, okay? They they scored a touchdown with 13 seconds left. They did everything right. Their quarterback played a perfect game, and yet they will be watching the Bengals play the Chiefs on Sunday, just like the rest of us. Mmm. That's why sports is the shit, you know. Because it's just, it's, uh, you know, there's truth, but then there's also this mystery. I love, I sports is the shit. Fuck Yellowstone. Okay? Watch, watch this weekend. Alright? You want to be entertained? Watch Joe Burrow get sacked 15 times and then try to win a game. So, this weekend, everyone is going to be betting on the Rams. Everyone is going to be betting on the Chiefs. Okay? The Rams are... Three and a half point favorites at home against the San Francisco 49ers. The Bengals are, or the Chiefs are seven point favorites um, at home against the Bengals. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, San Francisco and the Rams first. Okay. But a couple, here's a couple, here's a couple things I want to say. Okay. A couple things I want to say. I, I like I like doing research on gambling. It's fun. It's necessary. Um, but I really I really just kind of go with my gut, and that's what's been fucking me the last couple weeks. Is that these lines come out, and I like I instantly am like, okay, that's who I want. It's just it, it's just like an instinct, okay? Because at this point, there's been enough football played. You kind of understand who these teams are. You know who to trust, who to not trust. And, but then as the week goes on, I listen to podcasts or I do some research and then my, my instincts get muddied. And then when the day, when the game comes, I, I find myself betting against my original instincts because whenever the Bengals, uh, whenever I find out that they were going to play the Titans and that they were going to be three and a half and up to four point underdogs, I, I instantly like the Bengals instantly, but I talk myself out of it at the end of the week because I thought that. There's no way the Titans weren't going to dominate the Bengals' offensive line. And that's exactly what happened. I, you just, 
it's, you know, l- logically, you would think that if your quarterback gets sacked 12 times, you don't win the game. But that's where there's there's this, like, kind of this nuance to this shit that, uh, you know, anything can kind of happen, even if even if what you predicted exactly to happen, it ha- it's just, whew, that's why gambling's fun. As I say, it's an exercise in mental illness and schizophrenia because you have all these voices in your head. But um, I could be taking it too seriously. I mean, I do have a broadcast. But anyway, that being said, even though I, I'm not, you don't want to get married to statistics because they're good indicators for sure. But um, you just don't want to rely on anything. I think you kind of want to stay open-minded um, because it ultimately is a market. Each game, you know, there's buyers, there's sellers, essentially. And that's the price moves and the price is, is basically the point spread. Um I don't know if that made sense to anybody. <laughs> I smoked weed before this episode, so I am on one. Uh, but anyway, so in conference championship rematches, teams that played in the regular season, okay, which is both of these games, the winner of the regular season game is 9-2. and 9-2, and two. okay? That means... In that case, we're talking about the Bengals and we're talking about the 49ers. Nine and two. That is uh, kind of weird, all right? Because, you know, out of out of the hand, I think the Bengals have no fucking shot this weekend. I think they're going to get beat by five touchdowns, okay? I Just out of that, because I just, I remember watching that first half when they played uh, at home. I think it was January 2nd against the Chiefs when I beat them. I think it was 34-31, something like that. In the first half, I mean, the Chiefs scored like, uh, I don't know. It was like 28 points at will. It was it was so depressing to watch them score so quickly. But then in the second half, the Bengals just kind of like turned off the faucet. And I don't even know if, I don't even think they scored a touchdown. The, the Chiefs scored a touchdown in the second half. The Bengals come back and win. I, so... I just remember how helpless it felt to watch them destroy the Bengals for the first half. And you got to think that that's going to be the game plan uh, this week. And the, But you know what? The Chiefs, the Chiefs are great, but they're not invincible. Okay? Uh, they've been prone to mistakes uh, this year. And I, you know what? I just don't know. But 9-2, and two, that's, that's, a, that's a significant stat. And... Seven points is a lot. I, I, I literally said I was going to start with the temp, with the uh, <laughs> NFC game, and here I am, balls deep into the AFC. <laughs> God, who cares? This is a real podcast. Anyway, I just think that seven points is probably a lot here. You know, and I, I it's been really hard for me to handicap the Bengals because they, uh, you know, they have some biases, biases, whatever. Those things. I have them because I've watched them play. I've watched literally all of their games this year. Literally every second of every game. And um, they are very good. But you just got to think this offensive line is going to come back to bite them in the ass at some point. But they've learned. They've adjusted. Joe Burrow isn't throwing. You know, like in October, he was leading the NFL in in interceptions. And I I seriously don't think he's thrown one since like Thanksgiving. So... They clearly made an adjustment. They're not turning the ball over. Uh, they haven't in quite some time. The, the last bad game they played was against the Chargers. And I do think that their best game is, is as good as anyone's. 
if they're on, they're 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 hitting the quarterback, they're forcing turnovers, they're scoring points, they're running the ball. So, I don't know. I'm probably gonna bet on the Bengals just because I I want to have fun, you know. Because I was so conflicted watching the Titans lose and the Bengals win after betting on the Titans, yet rooting for the Bengals. So this week, guess what? I'm matching my money with my emotions, which is something you should never do. But I'm doing it because I want to feel good. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, with the with San Francisco and the old uh, and the Rams, you know, this is the third time they've played. Okay, San Francisco has beaten them six straight times, including twice this year. Six straight times, like. I didn't. I haven't won six straight fights against my little brother. You know, we at least fought to a draw once. I, just, I, I don't know. Six straight times. To me, you say, "Oh well, the the Rams, they're they're due. They're due." It's like I don't know, man. Six straight times—that's pretty glaring. You know, who's the pressure on at this point? I, I feel like the pressure would be on the Rams. Like, wait, you're at home against a team that's beating you. So you can't figure this out. I don't trust the Rams. They turn the ball over. They re- they can't run the ball. They let Tampa Bay, a sh- kind of a shitty version of the Tampa Bay Bucks, come back on them and really kind of got lucky with a, a, a mishap at the end of the game to let Tampa, uh, or they, they let themselves off the hook after blowing a lead. A big play to Cooper Cup to kick a field goal. So, I don't trust the Rams. I think they're very good. They got a lot of talent and all that shit, but um, I don't know. It won't su- it, it won't surprise me if 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 San Francisco wins. I'll probably be betting on the 49ers because I I I know I don't I don't talk about stats all that much, but I do have one more. I do have one more that I would like to share, and that is so in 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 the NFL you have to have an elite quarterback to win a championship. Okay, now there are. There's certainly like exceptions to that rule. If you don't have elite quarterback play, you're done. All right. Um, that being said, the winners of the last four Super Bowls have outrushed the losers by considerable margins. Last year, Tampa Bay, their running backs, 150 yards. Kansas City's running backs, 69 yards. A69. Uh, Kansas City, in the previous Super Bowl, 104. To San Francisco's 86. Before that, New England 137 to the Rams 57. That might be 87. I have bad hand writing. Either way, that's a big gap. Then before that, Philadelphia 147 to the Patriots 102. Before that, Atlanta 104 to New England 87. Now, Atlanta lost that Super Bowl. Okay, but I think this is the exception to the rule here. Because uh, Atlanta jumped out twenty-eight to three, that was the halftime score. So New England was New England wasn't really going to be able to run the ball yet, despite being down over three scores, four scores really. New England still ended up having more rush attempts, twenty-three to Atlanta's eighteen. I forget the year, but this is five Super Bowls ago. Okay, so the point is, you need to be able to run the ball. Okay, that's how you dictate things. I know you need to be able to. To toss the ball too, <laughs> but uh, you got to be able to run the ball because that's how you dictate things, and it, keep, it keeps, keeps your offense balanced. And and that being said, that's kind of why I like the 49ers because that is literally what they do. And you know, even though the Rams have a good run defense, uh, 
clearly San Francisco has no problem uh, nullifying Aaron Donald and all that shit. So I, I don't like betting on Jimmy Garoppolo because every time he drops back, it really is like a you're holding your breath, and uh, that's not that's not the type of relationship I'm into. You know, I like I, I like reliability. I like consistency. I don't like erratic. You know, your quarterback is a girlfriend. You don't need that erratic shit. So, I, some people are into that, but uh, I like I like a boring girls. All right, this that was a new low for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I like the Niners, dude. I, I the Rams they turn the ball over and that they can't run the ball. That's that's why they almost lost. That's why they almost lost it. They had a huge lead against an inept Tampa Bay team, and they almost blew that out of their ass. And I just you know, I, even though they won, I don't know if their confidence is going to be that high. San Francisco is quite confident. You watch their Instagram videos, man. They look cool as fuck. They got like a guy with a boom box, a stereo, a thing that plays music. And they're walking. It looks like gangs of New York. Except it's the, they're in football uniforms, man. And they do this before every game. They're very confident, okay? Maybe overconfident, but... Uh, I don't know. I like them. I like them this week. I do because the Rams they can't they they literally can't run the ball, and now the Cam Akers is fumbling. So, ah, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it happening because when you can't run the ball, that means you can't close out the game. All right, they needed to chew clock. They needed to eat up first downs and just keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Even though it was the one thing they were supposed to do, they still couldn't do it. And I think that just says a lot. Uh, higher football minds would say that not being able to run the ball or stop the run is like a lack of mental toughness. As I already told you, I have never played football. I played on the beach a couple times. But that does seem that does seem like it would fit. So, I like the 49ers. I like the Bengals. I wish I had stats on the Bengals and the and KC running the ball. Well, let's 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 have a look. Let's do some some live stat casting. Um, do I'm I'm gonna the Bengals Chiefs. I'm gonna bet the Bengals. Um, what you call it? Outrushed them. That there's no way that's true. Yep, not at all. Uh, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs ran for like 140 yards. Um, the Bengals ran for 50. But Joe Burrow was 30 of 39 for 446 yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions. Literally a perfect game. Jamar Chase only had 11 catches for 266 yards and three touchdowns. That's all he did. Uh, so. I don't know. I think the Chiefs have an aura about them. You're so afraid of them scoring a thousand points on you and feel like an idiot watching Patrick Mahomes fling balls out of his asshole, you know, and uh, over 14 different angles and have all the announcers like, "Oh man, this Patrick Mahomes is special. Look at the way he tosses the ball with his ass." You don't really want to be on the receiving end of that, but I don't know. They the they're not the Patriots, all right. They've been to three Super Bowls and they've won. They've only won one of them. Okay, this is they aren't the Patriots. Um, 
They do have flaws. Betting against them is going to be painful, but I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go... uh, Sorry, sometimes this podcast is just too unprofessional. So I appreciate anyone who listens, sincerely, to the thousands of you, millions. Uh, So I think in some form or fashion... I'll be betting on the Bengals. I'll be betting on the on the Niners. Maybe uh, maybe this week I, I won't do any fucking teasers or parlays. Maybe I'll just go straight up, dude, because these playoff games are are airtight, and you know the teasers trying to hit all these legs. It's just I don't know. Typically, I, I I know I've talked a lot of shit on this podcast. I'm like, oh man, the playoffs is when I really clean up, which has not been the case this year. I, I'm even at best. Um, but typically in the playoffs, I, I, I typically just play straight up. It means I, it means I just play the spread. Um, I think that's what it means. <laughs> but I usually just play single grain picks, whatever the spread is. And that's uh, usually how I roll with it. And I, hopefully, maybe that's maybe that's the idea. Maybe I'll just take Bengals at seven. And now that I've now that I've officially barked it into a microphone, I like the Niners at three and a half. Um, you know, I just don't see, I, I don't know. I don't believe in the Rams. Anyway, that that's good sports analysis. I just don't believe in them. They have, they're not, I just don't buy it. They're not showing it to me. So I like the other team. Brilliant shit. Um, okay, the shoes this week. Ooh. Now, ooh, these, I don't know about these. They're kind of cool. Uh. So I've never owned a pair of Vans for so many reasons. I'm six foot five. What the fuck am I going to do on a skateboard? Okay. And now that I'm going to win these, um, I'm not going to start skateboarding. But I do like them. These are called Vans Old School Rubber Sole Sneakers in green. They're like a seafoam green. They're kind of sick. Uh, so even though I don't skate and will never skate and share nothing Nothing with the skating population. I do like these skater shoes. Um, yeah, those look cool. I feel like uh, those would look good upon my feet. So that's what we're doing. All right. Is that it? Is that the episode? I think that's it. Uh, I'm sorry if this one was totally incoherent. Blame the THC. You know what? Blame it. And I'm sorry if, if any of my family is like, I didn't know that Jack smoked marijuana. That's fuck, That's crazy. Well, I do. Uh, it's great. You should probably do it too. It's uh, It's been the best way to, to live through a pandemic. <laughs> this is just not be here. <laughs> oh, anyway. So uh, I'm old pothead Jack. And uh, I think I'm going with, with the Bengals. Think I'm going with the 49ers. The show already has ad reads. We're taking over the world. It's the best apocalypse-proof gambling podcast in the world. Oh, and if anyone, if anyone didn't know, I, you know, I did that origin of this podcast. I had fungus on my feet from playing professional baseball, and that fungus fucked up all my shoes, and I had to get rid of them. And now I got a fucking podcast. Hooray!